This is the No Swear Gamer from YouTube and the Atari 1700 Game by Game podcast, and you are listening to the podcasting pride of the Smoky Mountains, the Two Dudes in a Ness, with your hosts, Dude Michael and Dude Justin. What's up, man? We're back. That's right. Finally. With bells on. With bells. Although I did not fade the intro music. I failed. That's all right. I remembered the intro intro, though. You did. Which means I'm impressed with myself. Really, it's positive. (laughs) It's positive. Yeah. Take it as a win. All right. So tonight, or today, or whenever you listen to this, we're going to talk about Solomon's Key. But really... We've been gone for like six months now, so mm-hmm. how much game talk is there really going to be? Because we got a lot Probably of catching up to do. Minimal. And so I don't know how far you got in the game, but uh, probably going to be a little minimal <laughs> game talk. <laughs> well, I don't know. I don't actually know how far I got, but it wasn't very far. Was this uh, a Patreon pick? It was. I'm pretty sure this was uh, the brother formerly known as Dude Drew Backo, now known as, oh. I think... Uh, brother andrew i think he uh he he made us play this game because of um the drew Backer thing probably did probably did but <laughs> i will say um i don't know we'll, we'll wait till the game talk to get into it but i you know spoiler alert i didn't hate this game right but yeah anyways we'll get into it but it hates you <laughs> it does it does seem to hate me for some reason <laughs> right right uh so how you been how you been been good. Let's see. When's the last time we talked? Like September, right? Uh, let me pull up the calendar. I, I would think like it was to September, know. Because uh, I was like, I was, you know, pulling on my podcast the other day, and I was like, hey, when was the last time we recorded? September twenty fourth was the when that was released. Gremlins two. Oh wow. So, yeah, it's been almost six months. Nice. Well, Happy year. That's the biggest break we've ever had. And you know what? I was thinking about this earlier today, planning on uh, you know the recording. We're missing something here. We are? Yeah. Every time we cut, we have a break and we come back, we always oh, have somebody on. We're slapper bags. Yeah, we just didn't have slapper bags. Ah, oh, shoot. Hey, did you know I did I did a little I did a little research on the comeback too. Uh, we're actually on season seven, which means we have taken six breaks. So we've been doing this long hmm. enough that we've taken six breaks and come back for new seasons seven times. Isn't that fascinating? That's something. With, uh, January, February 2014, right? It was like our first mm-hmm. yep. episode. So we're now on uh, year six. We're in year six. So that means we must have taken a break like mid-year at some point. Yeah. But... Who knows? Yeah. But, uh, anyway. So, what have you been up to? Uh, well, just a whole lot of babying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, as I'm sure many of the brothers and dudes out there know, uh, newborn babies take a lot of work. That's right. <laughs> so, I've pretty much dedicated the last six months of my life to that. Oh, yeah. 
it's a it's a lot of work and a lot of fun. Um, you know, it's yeah. uh, it's it's hard and easy. If you you you'll, I mean, raising kids, and I'm sure a lot of our listeners can relate to this. It's like I don't know when's the easiest. Although I will say the newborn phase outside of the sleeping schedule is pretty easy, right? It's just diaper change, feed, pretty much it, right? Yeah, pretty much. And, uh, you know, but it's, it's, it's all, it's a lot of fun. Well, the, I guess the, you know, the main issue and the reason it takes so much effort is just the, the diaper change, the feed and the sleep. Yeah. That's the only three things you gotta worry about, but it happens like every hour there's something it's like there's no there's no stopping <laughs> all right <laughs> it's constant mm-hmm. yeah it's, like, it's it's uh, yeah it's pretty constant it's it you know I, I, there's like nothing there's no advice really you just have to you just have to go through it you just have to live through it and and move through it and and uh learn as you go yeah i will say you know everybody tells you all about life changing whatever all that stuff Mm -hmm. uh but you don't really believe it until it happens and and then (laughs) it's it's very true everything changes everything changes and it doesn't and then it, it continues to change um as as they get older but uh anyway Anyways, there, I'm sure I will have plenty more things to say now. Now that we're back into podcasting, if as something funny happens, I will be sure to bring it on the show. Right. Uh, there's You're plenty. You're not the of th- only one that had a baby. Slapperbags also had a baby. Slapperbags had one like a week ago, so that's probably why we couldn't get him on for a comeback. <laughs> right. So you know. Anyways, we got so you got you and you. Well, you and Slapperbags are in a bit of a competition, I think, right? Yeah, he's gonna win if he keeps going. Now okay. we're done. Okay. So you know, well, John, uh, John uh, Slapperbags, he's a, he's alternating boy girl boy girl though too. So it is fascinating. Well, you know, and his brother is beating him. Uh, it's true. He is his he's younger his younger four. brother. <laughs> I think so. And of course, there's like, you know, seven of him. You know, John and there's John, Dan, and Chris, and then there's like Ken, and there's two sisters out in the world somewhere. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. There's lots of uh, lots of slapper bags out there, <laughs> <laughs> and they they keep on. <laughs> yeah, they just, they just keep on going. Hey, more power to them. You know, we need we need right. we need good. Uh, Good people out there in the world, and surely John can at least produce half of a half of his children as good people, right? Right. <laughs> Should be tax-paying citizens. Um, yeah, but anyway, uh, in more recent news, I bought a switch. Woohoo! Like Hang on, let me give you. Now. I gotta give you. I gotta give you a, something. Uh, here, how about this? it's uh and here's the thing it's become already quite the uh quite the battle around the house (laughs) well you got you got one switch for a lot of people so 
That's right. Um, probably, you know, going to have to invest in a Switch Lite or something at some point. Because there's a lot of hands. Because there's still got the Wii U. And the youngest, the two-year-old, we can kind of distract her by saying, here, play this. It's the same thing. Give her the big big Wii U controller. She's just like, okay. And until she walks out of the room and then disconnects and then she realizes that you've duped her. Right. (laughs) So, so far we've got that going for us. So what, what, so, okay, so you got this uh, like in the last week, right? So so what games you get? So I tried, well, I got Mario Odyssey because that's just a must, right? Oh yeah, um, and then I wanted to get something that was multiplayer that all the kids could enjoy. So I got Mario Party, Super Mario Party. Okay, um, which is, I mean, it's fun, but it's just like all the other Mario Parties, right? Mm-hmm. It's not really that unique, um, but it's a lot of fun. To play it's a family game, though, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so they've had a lot of fun with that, and then. Of course, the uh, the online service you can play all the Super Nintendo and NES games too. So that's what we've been playing with so far. Um, Super Mario Odyssey. I know we, you guys, it's all old hat, but no pun intended. Um, <laughs> Are you sure? No pun intended. Definitely. Um, man, that that is an impressive game. It, it is. Really is impressive. Like, the detail and all the things that you can do is just pretty crazy for a Mario game. Yeah, I know. I love it. Uh, I so. I think I, I probably mentioned this whenever we play, whenever we covered it on the show years ago or whenever it was two years ago. But I think mm-hmm. I I think I got it and played it and beat it within like two days just because I didn't stop playing it. I just couldn't stop playing mm-hmm. it. Right. Well, I haven't been able to do that because you know I have to take turns. So. <laughs> hey, I, I am curious. I, so, in, in my house, I'm the I am the only one playing the Switch, basically. Mm-hmm. So I don't have to worry about uh, uh, other people and game saves and all that stuff. But how does it work? How does it work with multiple people in the house using the same Switch? To do their profiles that you make on there, is you that two profiles? So the only profiles that there's like one, there's two profiles. There's my profile, and then there's like another profile that all the girls use. They haven't made their own yet. Mm-hmm. And of course, Mario, you know, Mario Odyssey, there's like, you know, you can have different save files. Um, so that's what we're doing so far, but I'm sure they're all going to get their own profile eventually. Yeah. So it's just interesting. Cause you know, like, cause the ages, cause Leah, you know, being nine or almost nine, um, you know, she gets more into, like, Mario Odyssey. And, like, Ella just turned five. And so she's just, like, first now kind of getting into where she can kind of play video games. Um, so it's, it's it's interesting, the different dynamics. Ella's probably the most into it, actually, the five-year-old. So. Hmm. There's something about five-year-olds and Mario. Because Crabman, yeah. Crabman's son is obsessed with Mario. He loves Mario. Yeah. I don't know what it is. So, although the two-year-old for the past, since I bought the Switch, which was like uh, a few days ago, week ago, whatever it was, um, the two-year-old every morning has woke up and the first thing she said is Mario. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> 
I don't know when kids start to talk, uh, but I'm assuming those are among her first words, Mario. Yeah, yeah, she's been talking. She's a, she's a bit of a talker. She talks early and, and talks a lot. Um, it's interesting because Leah talked early and often. Ella, like, didn't talk for a long time. And then um, Cora's quite the talker. But um, she, well, she's like two and a half. So she's been talking for a while. But, yeah. Um, yeah. So she's, uh, says Mario every morning. <laughs> it's so like she's she, down the steps. She just wakes up, says Mario. Yeah. And then where's, where's my cereal? So nice. Anyway, and, and you can talk about what's that? I was just gonna say you got. I just I just want to also comment that I'm jelly about your your Joy-Con colors. You got the red and the blue, and oh, like an idiot, like a stupid idiot, I got gray. I, I think I thought for some reason that uh, I was going to take it to work with me or something. And if somebody saw me, they would think they would think better of me if I had gray versus <laughs> blue. <laughs> oh, look at that sophisticated. Gentleman <laughs> yeah. Like what, what in the world was going through my head? I don't know, but no, I never take it to work with me anyways. Like what am I going to do? Sit on my lunch break and, and play it maybe. But, yeah. but if I did that, I would probably shut my office door and like hide like a little nerd playing my game. You know? <laughs> Under your desk, like yeah. George Costanza's little bed. Yeah. Um, yeah. And also, um, I didn't buy extra Joy-Cons, um, but I was I was looking at them at Best Buy, and I was trying to decide what color combination I wanted to get the, the additional ones to be. Yeah. The, the purple and orange was pretty cool. Or is it green and orange? I don't know. I don't remember. I like the yellow one too. And there is there a yellow and purple? Yeah. I really so like I the yellow. The yellow Joy-Con. Yeah. So, I'm going to I'm going to have to invest in it. Here, okay. This is a lot. We'll move on to the to the to the game we're actually playing for the show, but I got this is my last Switch comment. Okay. That peeves me a little bit. Cuz you know like one of the I mean, one of the best games of the last five years, I think, is Mario Kart 8, right? Yes. I mean, just it's just a phenomenal game. And I have, Mario, I have Mario Kart 8 for the Wii U, right? And I really want it for the Switch, right? Because you can play it on the go, you know, um, and all that jazz. But I, don't just, I have a hard time saying I'm going to pay $60 for a game that I already have. You know? Yeah, I understand. I it's just a, it's I most definitely me. did. Yeah. But. So I mean, I probably will. In all honesty, but it's just frustrating. She'd at least get like twenty five percent off if you had it for another system, right? Yeah. Hey, can you see Ooh. my can you see my screen? I can. Okay, pretty, so there's the yellow cool. and the blue. Of course, nobody listening can see Wait, it. No, this is I, all I see is your background, actually. Oh, well, that's interesting. Do you like my background? I, that's what I have. It's a nice little pretty island. Okay, it's just the stock background for the apple. Kind of looks like uh, Luke Skywalker is going to be found on this island somewhere. Uh oh, yeah, I forgot. I, I didn't really watch that movie. Oh, you didn't see the the I, second one. 
I, well, I did, but I, the first I, like, one. like I said, I didn't. Really, I, I saw it, but I didn't really watch it. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Have you seen the last one? I have not seen the most recent one. No. Yeah. Have you? No, no, because I, it's just I never have time to go to. I would have to go see that by myself. Mm. And I know I'd ever have time to just go to a movie and spend three hours by myself. None of your girls because, like Star Wars? No, I can't get them into it. Well. No, I've tried. Because, you know, Disney Plus. I got the Disney Plus thing. Uh, which is another thing that's happened since, uh, you know, we haven't we last recorded. Oh, yeah. Ba- <laughs> Baby Yoda has consumed uh, our life. America, yeah. Um, I go to Disney Plus and I tried to get them to watch, you know, all the Star Wars content on it and no interest. How are you liking the Disney Plus? Oh, I, I mean, it's, it's, it's amazing. I mean, really, it's, it's awesome for like, especially for kids. Cause I mean, all the Disney movies on it, um, for me, you know, the Star Wars series, I've watched, I watched the original three so far. Uh, again, I've watched. Are you know, watching I, them in chronological order, or are you watching them in? Uh... No, I watched the original three, so four, five, and six. Okay. I watched. I haven't watched the Mandalorian yet, um, which has Baby Yoda in it. Yeah. And I've started watching the uh, Simpsons from Episode One. So. Yeah, that's pretty great. And the uh, Boy Meets World's on there. Oh, Boy Meets World! I've watched a few episodes of it, of course. Yeah, there's uh, there's a I mean there's a lot of stuff on there. There's they got yeah, it's it's pretty great. And if you do you can do like the Hulu combo, so you got Hulu also, mm-hmm. and, and it's a pretty good deal. Yeah, uh, so I must say that we are almost twenty minutes into the podcast. We have not <laughs> even started talking about Solomon's Key. I knew this would happen, but what say you? Uh, do you have any history for us? I... Now it's time for. Jo- What's that? Oh, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> uh, we, were, we, were, we were doing so good, too. Okay, here we go. Now it's time for Justin's historical tidbits and trivia. Time to get out your D-pad notepads because you're about to get schooled by the doctor. I, I'm so uncomfortable with the way that Google and really just everything about our phones and everything run like spies on us can i yeah. just say that oh yeah like i pulled up this article that uh, has a lot of the history that i'm going to talk about and like on this article like the last like five or six things that i've searched for or looked at like tickets to joe rogan uh running shoes for my daughter like all those advertisements on this page oh like, that is creepy it's just yeah it's just crazy it's just, wait so you're not using wikipedia whatever. No. <laughs> As a matter of fact, I'm not. Everybody says you just read from Wikipedia, and I try to tell them you don't, but then here we go, proof. It's not Wikipedia. Yeah, all right. I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm actually going to, I'll shout this guy out um, at the end. Because, okay. Because uh, he wrote some pretty good history. All right. And so, anyway, so Solomon's Key, developed by Tecmo in 1986, in which was the original arcade release. 
And for Aaron, people like Aaron Hickman who care about this stuff, apparently they use some kind of chipset Z80, which is some kind of 8-bit um, microprocessor uh, that was created by Frederico Friggin in uh, 1974. Whatever. That they use that <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> I don't care. That's just for all you Aaron Hickman types out there. Right. <laughs> Um, but ported to the NES and Commodore 64 in 1987, and it came to the Master System in 1988, you know, those poor saps over at Sega begging for a game, and uh, the Famicom in 1991, so it came to the Famicom re- relatively late. It also got released on the Game Boy under a different name called Salomon's Club, but it was a very similar game. And of course, it's been released on multiple virtual consoles, and speaking of the Switch, you can play it on the uh, NES online service um, yep. with the Switch. So um, there was also a prequel to the game that was created that was released called Solomon's Key Two, uh, which was also known as Fire and Ice in North America. Um, but the development of this game, the main designer, his name was Michikato Michitaka, sorry, Sarutu. I guess it's Surutu. It's T-S-U-R-U-T-A. I'm going to say that initial T is silent. Okay. But he created created this game uh, from inspiration from a game called Load Runner, which is a 1983 game developed by Broader Bands. And in that game, players destroyed blocks and and used those blocks to trap enemies, but they didn't create blocks. So what Surutu wanted to do was actually wanted to take the, the idea from that game but they actually make the player able to create the blocks and so they were kind of toying around with this idea and, and wanted to create a kind of this action game but it kind of came to a dead end and uh, Saruta's boss uh, Kazutoshi Ueda uh, suggested that maybe they should try to make like a puzzle game and so Ueda actually just kind of took over, kind of made the leader of the group, and they were designing this, and he kind of, he, he uh, recruited this guy, um, Masunda uh, Indao, who kind of did the puzzle parts, while Ueda was kind of doing the action parts. But then Ueda actually left Tecmo to go and co-found uh, Atlas, and so kind of left it in Saruta's um, uh, lap to kind of take over and finish, which he did. So the, but the original idea, kind of the puzzle, came from um, Ueda. And so um, when they were kind of, as they were kind of creating this game, um, one of the other uh, sales managers there at Tecmo, uh, Mr. Hirano, uh, who actually also left Tecmo to co-found Atlas with Ueda, Notice this kind of star-like symbol that they were using in the uh, game design. And he asked what it was, and somebody said it was like the Seal of Solomon. Because they were all, all the kind of creators and designers I'm working on this game were kind of into this book uh, on magic that was called The Key of Solomon at that time. Well, he really liked that. and He was a sales manager, so they just went with it, uh, with this game, uh, and then kind of just switched the wording around to uh, Solomon's Key. And so um, they uh, continued development of this game. They actually spent quite a bit of time going through and playing the game over and over to make sure that there was no 
repeating elements in all of the almost 50 stages there are. But the story basically is this hodgepodge of, of elements from the Bible, uh, Dungeons and Dragons, and Lao Tzu. Uh, as they had the, you know, the, the king named Solomon who had a horde of demons that was placed in this Taoist monk kind of released them and then this magician Dana who was the the hero in the game um, has to go and, and um, take care of all this stuff but anyway um, so that's kind of the history of kind of where this uh, game created um, so take that all you Wikipedia people so cool yeah. That is like, that's way better than the Wikipedia history because I did pull it up to look at it, and it's nothing basically. Yeah. So shout so, that guy out. So this guy, uh, this is on a website called Kotaku, K O T A K U dot com. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the articles called the story behind Solomon's Key, one of the most challenging NES game, wrote by Peter Tyrus, uh, and he actually wrote this on New Year's Eve, two thousand nineteen. So a pretty recent article. Oh, wow. So go check that guy's stuff out because he put in a pretty good... Um, he actually explained in the article, he actually emailed um, Saruta, uh, and who actually replied and gave him a lot of the story. So huh, That's cool. There you go. We should have cool. emailed him. We could have got him on the show. Yeah, I know. Why didn't we think of that? Hey, so, man, I don't know. Uh, so Solomon's Key is one of those... It's one of those games that I feel like has been just coming around a lot you know what i mean like it's it's been around for a long time and it keeps popping up over and over again like it of course i didn't really know much about when i was a kid and we'll get into that here in just a little bit but i know like it came out on the i think the wii virtual console and then it was on the wii Mm -hmm. u again again and then now it's back Mm -hmm. on the switch it's like it just keeps coming back for whatever reason uh, mm-hmm. I guess it's it's a pretty it must be a pretty popular game must a lot of people like seem yeah. to like it they seem to like it so I think it sold a lot of copies I think it was around a lot uh, I mean as a 1987 game uh, I never really heard of it I played it as a kid but did you play it as a kid or did you go on a quest to find it Hmm good question Now it's time for the thrill of 8-Bit Discovery with Michael's quest to find the cart. Well, it just so happens that I did not have this as a kid, um, but I did go on an epic quest to find it. Uh, I was about mm, 12, let's say I was about 12 years old, Uh, and this is back when, you remember remember my dad, he, he had a farm, but it wasn't it wasn't like at our house. It was like he owned a piece of property away from our house. And that's like where I used to go ride four wheelers and, and do all that kind of shoot guns and do all those redneck things that people like to do. Uh we'd we'd always go out there to do them. So uh you know what? I just said, I wanna go out there and I'm just gonna I'm twelve, you know, dad's out there chopping wood and uh for once in my life he's not making me do it with him. I'm just gonna go <laughs> I'm just gonna go roaming through the woods. So I was roaming through the woods and uh I noticed this little uh magic wand laying around. And so I picked it up and I was like, I wonder what this can do. So first I started trying to like see if I could cast a spell to like create some kind of uh you know, 
food or something or a car and nothing would work. Every time I'd try, all I could create was this orange box, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But I could climb on top of the box and then create another box for me to climb on top of it. So mm-hmm. I just kept I just kept doing that until I got to like the top of the tree line out there in the woods, uh, and uh, on top of the trees, lo and behold, was a copy of Solomon's Key. There you go. So you just built these blocks. Yeah, I just built it's some stairs some stairs to the top of the trees with this magic wand, <laughs> and got a copy of Solomon's Key. It was in a bird's nest, actually. I think a bird must have uh, been playing it. <laughs> <laughs> it was part of its treasure. Yeah. Uh, no, I don't, I didn't have this as a kid. I did pick it up uh, a little bit later. I don't remember. I think I picked this one up. I think I picked this one up at the Sweetwater Flea Market. Pretty sure. Ooh. In the corn dog section. Uh, yeah, it was, uh, it was the guy that was selling corn dogs. He, he sold corn dogs, NES games, and cheap jewelry. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Uh, he happened, he happened to have Solomonski. I don't remember how much I paid for it though. Mm-hmm. I'm guessing I don't know. It's, it's, it was pretty. Is it, we'll talk about that later. But I'm guessing it was probably yeah. not terribly expensive. Yeah. Well, All right. I did not have this game either. Uh, never even heard of it until we um, much later. Uh, until it was kind of coming around on virtual consoles and things, wasn't. But uh, it seems like he's like we talked about just briefly. Seems to be popular. Um, it seems to be that there was a lot of people that played it, and it seemed to have a lot of online buzz about it. Yeah, I feel like though it's weird. I feel like it did not, it did not have popularity in our area because I don't remember it being at any rental stores or yeah or anything like that. You know, so it's weird, I, and I don't remember yeah. like seeing it at. Uh, it's kind of weird. At Toys R Us or anything like that, either, or maybe it just kind of didn't stick. St- yeah, it didn't really. It just really didn't stick out to me. Maybe just because the the box art and stuff didn't really. I don't really, I don't know. Yeah, but you're right. It does have a weird premise. Maybe we could. Uh, maybe we actually go into the game discussion. Yeah. Time to dig in to some good old fashioned game discussion. That's scary. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, okay. Oh boy. So you're right. It does have a weird premise. Um, I know we normally like to start with the manual, but I think this time, just because of what this game is, I'm going to start with the like what the game is, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah. I thought, just before I played it, before I knew anything about it, when I would see pictures of it, I thought it was a platformer, basically. And your magic mm-hmm. wand was basically like a some kind of a weapon or something. Just looking at the mm-hmm. pictures, because uh, right. I remember seeing pictures of shooting fireballs and like a, him jumping and stuff. And so I, the entire time, I was always thinking that this was a like a platformer where you had to get to the door or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, no, it's not. Turns out when you <laughs> finally right. when you finally play it, it is it's a it's totally a puzzle game. It's, I mean, it's a puzzle platformer, I guess, because there is platforming to, in the game. Yeah. But it is not it's like, a, uh, it's, it's not a platformer, really. It's, it's, it's unique in the fact that it is a little bit of action, but it's a hundred, I mean, I think it's a hundred percent a puzzle game because you really, like, have to, 
I mean, you it's like solving a puzzle for lack of, I mean, it's kind of a dumb statement, but it's like... <laughs> it's a very dumb statement. Yeah, but it's like, it's just, there's only a certain way to beat each level, right? Yep. And I don't know about you, but I tried to avoid looking at any kind of manuals or YouTube help for a, as long as I could to try to figure it out on myself to play it in a pure way, but uh, it's... It's quite difficult. Yeah, it's certainly more fun when you can play games like that, but, you know, puzzle games, especially these types of puzzle games, where it's not like Tetris, where there's not like, there's not a gimmick or there's not a a mechanic that you pick up real quick and then, mm-hmm. you know, this is more like, what was that game we played not too long ago um, with the ice? And you had to slide the ice around. Uh, I can't think of it. It's like top Girl. down. No. No, what was it? I don't know. I, there's some listener out there screaming at me right now. Especially yeah. one of the listeners has not been waiting six months like we have. If they're just now catching on, they're like, you just you just talked about this game. But in our life, uh, we talked about this <laughs> game like a year ago, maybe. But anyways, I can't think of it. Uh, but it, it's a, there's mechanics to the game and there's like a way to play it. And you pick up yeah. on that pretty pretty quick, but then each level is totally different, and you have to figure out you have to use those mechanics to figure out a, a way to solve the puzzle. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's it, it's it's very it, it's it's an interesting concept, and they, I think it is in in regards to design and what they they sought out to create. I think they did a very good job, but um, yeah. I'm really impressed with the the thought that went into this game. Yeah, absolutely. Like, I can't even imagine having to come up with these puzzles and stuff. And the fact that, like they like they were talking about, they played, they made sure to play these levels to make sure there's no like real repeating elements. Right. Which makes it even incredibly more difficult because <laughs> you don't really like you were talking about you you know getting the mechanics down you really can't get the mechanics down because each level's unique yeah i mean you can figure out how you can figure out what to do or what you need to do okay it's all right so it's really simple it's kind of like if you played donkey kong for the game mm-hmm. boy the game boy mm-hmm. version of donkey kong you got to get a key and you got to op- use that key to open the door right the difference being once you get the key the door automatically opens in this game you don't have to take the key to the door um mm-hmm. But your your Dana, the character, he creates blocks or he destroys blocks with his magic wand, right? And mm-hmm. so you can create blocks in front of you or you can create blocks below you. And each room has enemies that can hurt you. And there's we'll get into the enemies here in a little bit, but there's lots of different types of enemies. And then um, you have to get to the key and then and then get to the door. So the key will open the door, but then you still have to get to the door. And so you have mm-hmm. to, in order to do this, you have to create blocks to get around the room. And you can't really fight the enemies, but you can trap them and put blocks in mm-hmm. their way or go around them using blocks. And so the different ways that they use that to try to puzzle you and keep you from getting to the the door yeah. uh, is there's a lot of different variety there, which is pretty cool. Um, Kickle Cubicle is the game I was trying to think of. And I'll tell you what's impressive to me is how fast the game moves. Like, you have to have some pretty quick reflexes to kind of get through some of the 
the levels as early as level three. Like that that was another it was a steep learning curve in this game, I felt like, and you may not have had this this difficulty, but I was like first two level like first level doesn't even count. It's like the easiest thing. The second level was pretty easy and in it in itself too. Figured that one out pretty quickly. And then the third level it was like, here we go. It was yeah. insane. Right. <laughs> It just jumped right into it. So the first level is kind of let you tinker with the mechanics. The second level Mm kind of lets you tinker with the mechanics again and kind of gives you a little bit of enemy variety. And then you're right. The third level is here's a ton of enemies here. They're they're all doing something different. Uh, There's there's slightly complex box things going on. Uh, Let's before we get too deep into it. Cause I know we're rolling, but let's let's pull up the manual. Okay. Because we can't continue on without knowing the story here. I know we got to figure the story out. Oh, I'm not. I don't know if I'm going to go to read read this or not. It's kind of blurred. I can I can read it. Okay, do so it. So the prologue. The yeah. prologue. Uh, oh well, I should mention. Thank you for the selecting the Fun-Filled Solomon's Key Game Pack by Tecmo Incorporated. Some safety precautions. Anyway, prologue. Long, long ago, the world was in a state of chaos where demons caused evil and tormented all. That changed when Solomon, a great king and, ma- and magician, invented a magical formula which he wrote inside a secret book called Solomon's Key. The book arrested and sealed away all evil demons into a constellation sign, which was hidden. Solomon's key restored light and peace to the world. Upon hearing this legend, a Taoist monk searched for a long period of time to find Solomon's key. After locating the constellation sign, he discovered the key. Once in his grasp, many dreadful demons were freed from the magical power of this book. The world was brought back to chaos and darkness everything on earth was now under control by the demons just like the pre-creation days king yutra from the fairyland called lyrak ordered the wizard dana to restore order back to the world dana accepted this mission and stepped into the forbidden land of the constellation sign that's pretty intense it's uh, really I thought intense. monks were supposed to be pretty peaceful. Why is this guy going out and like trying to release demons? I don't know that he did it on purpose. I, I took it as an accident. <laughs> Whoops. Yeah. It's almost like uh, Army of Darkness, if you've ever seen that movie. You know, he just said the phrase wrong or something. And... It, it's like, uh, it's, it's, uh, um, you know, whatever this Talos monk's name was, let's say it was George. Uh, hey, George, uh, what's going on? You seen this key around? Nope. Nope. Not seeing any key. No, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> key? Oh, what's, what's a key? And this, yeah, I don't know. It's it's a unique story. It's not something you get, it's not something you commonly get in the NES, right? right? It's not right. guy saves princess. Uh, it's guy tries to put the demons back in their book, you know. <laughs> right, right. 
But he is kind. Of, then I don't know why. Where this the the story doesn't really talk about this, but you're also freeing some fairies along the way. Um, yeah, I just took the fairies as just to an ex- like the. I took the fairies to be an excuse What's for that? points. Okay. It's an excuse to have Collecting points in the game. Fairies. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Then we right. got uh... big big warning. Uh, this game is a one player game. Okay, it's this game is only a one player game. Exclamation point! <laughs> yeah. Exclamation they, mark! They really want you to know that. <laughs> Do not try to play this as a two player game. Um, but they're talking about the controls. Uh, can I just can I just pause here at the controls and just mention yeah. my least favorite part of this game? And the sure. part that takes me the most took me the most to get used to, and one of my most frustrating control mechanics in some NES games. That is up to jump. Oh, uh, I knew you were going to say that because I completely agree. I hate up to jump. I cannot stand it's up to jump. The worst. Yeah. It's I mean, I understand worst. they wanted a button for block making and a button for the magic fireballs, but the magic fireballs to me are somewhat infrequent, and I would have rather. Been fairly like, useless. Well, I found them to be fairly useful, especially in the later levels. Um, but I think it would have been better if you like held up and hit the 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 wand button or something. Like mm-hmm. if, if if up didn't jump, if up didn't do anything except for when you hold it and you hit the kind of like in uh, Castlevania, you know, you hold up and hit the button to throw your special weapon. That's what I would have yeah. much rather had in this game. Then I yeah. Because what happens, and I don't know if this is what happens to you, but this certainly happens to me, is I end up instinctively hitting a button to jump. And I'll just create a block or something. Yeah, I do that, and I also accidentally hit up all the time and jump when I don't want to jump. Right, right. Now, that's that's not to say that this game's controls aren't really spot on. Like, when you, it does what you want it to do. Like I, I had yeah. no problem with the controls themselves unnecessarily. It's just that up for jump, <laughs> you know. I think that the up for jump also kind of makes it somewhat difficult to do a direction to jump because yeah, you have to like go up and hit a direction instead of just jumping with the direction also being held. So it's, it, I think that kind of complicates things. It does. Yeah, uh, so just in general, I just don't like the idea of up to jump myself. Yeah, I'm an I anti. Agree. I'm an anti up to jumper. I agree. And then uh, we got the uh, tells you goes into detail for the D pad button. You can do some butting, which is apparently hitting things with your head. Um, run to the left. Run to the right. Um, yeah, I think it's kind of funny how they call hitting things with your head butting. Yeah, what do they call hitting things with your butt? Heading. Yeah, they should. Hold on, dang it, I missed my missed my butt. Okay, let me try that joke again. Okay, everybody, everybody, rewind for a second, and I'll do I'll do it again. I think it's funny how they call hitting a block with your head butting. What do they call? Uh, hitting a. We don't even have a rim shot. Forget it. This is the worst <laughs> podcast ever. 
<laughs> ruined. It's ruined. It's ruined. Okay, wait, no, no. Okay, yep, there it is. Sorry. Okay, everybody, cancel out the last two minutes of everything you heard. You did not hear anything for the last two minutes, okay? We're going to try this one more time. Okay, you ready? What are the, I think it's funny how they call uh, hitting things with your head butting. What do they call hitting things with your butt? Heading. Yeah. Wow, that was a lot of effort for that. It's good, though. It, it, it was solid. It was a solid delivery once it, once it happens. Yeah, I mean, I, I think that puts us on the level of, like, just right below the Conan O'Brien podcast, you know? Oh, yeah. Which I've yet to check out. It's good. It's good. I like it. There's just too much content out there nowadays. I know. It's ridiculous. I don't know how anybody has time to listen or watch anything. And, but yeah. I thank you guys for it. I uh, appreciate you listening right. to this. <laughs> <laughs> I guess what I'm saying is, uh, in your long list of things that you could be listening to or watching, why are you listening to us? <laughs> Does it make any sense? Oh, boy. Uh, okay, so there's a lot of magic items you can pick up. I'm going to skip down here to magic items because that's pretty much the gist of the game, uh, the gameplay. But there's magic items. Uh, they do lots of different things. It kind of spices the game up a little bit. There's the jar of Magadora. There's the scroll of Lyra. There's the crystal of Rad. Uh, lots of things. Uh, but you, like you said, there's fairies. Most of this stuff is uh, points-based things, I feel like. Uh, so the, since this mm-hmm. is kind of an arcade game, it's an arcade game originally. It's a puzzle game, but it's an arcade game. It's kind of like points based. See how many points you can get, you know, yeah. uh, which also because it's an arcade game, you get three lives and that's it. Yeah, that's it. You get which three lives and game's over. And those three and lives not, go fast. Yeah. And it's a one hit, one hit out. Yeah. You're not getting hit multiple times. One hit, you're out. Yeah, there's no life. It's just you're hit, you're out. Oh, Fortunately, life. they call life. Your it's time. time. Yeah, that's right. It's like life. knowing when you're going to die. Your life force is constantly draining, and that's called time. <laughs> right. <laughs> so they call life time, or they call time life, I should say. Um, but yeah. So yeah, okay, there is life, but it's 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 your time. But you get one hit, one hit kills, and you get three lives. I did find out, uh, much too close to this podcast uh, recording for me to get too deep into the game, that you can continue at any point by holding A and B and then pressing up. I think it was mm-hmm. or A B up if you hit them all at the same time when you go to at the continue screen or at the game over screen. You'll just continue right back on the same level you're on. I wish I would have known that earlier on. Right. I could have got, probably got to get deeper into this game. but And it does give you a little bit of mercy. This is the only mercy really the game gives you. And that is if you, if you get the key and then die, you don't have to get the key again. The yeah, door, the door is still open. open. Yep. Unless you nice. lose all your lives and you have to restart. But... Yeah, so if you if you do get the key and you die, then you can you don't have to necessarily do the key again. You just go straight to the door. So yep. But yeah, that uh, that whole restart thing, what you told me, definitely helped. Um, 
I don't know if you tried to do a, a high score for this game. Um, I did not. But if you do that, your score goes back to zero if if you try to do a high score. So Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Most games do that, I think. But uh, anyway, this game's frustrating. It, to me, it was, it was really frustrating. It's yeah. fun. I'll say this. It's an enjoyable game. I think it has a lot of replay value um, because you're going to go back because there's a lot to try to figure out. But yeah, um, I'll agree with that. It's so there's yeah. So there's like 50 levels. I think they're split into the 12 uh, constellations or whatever. The you Mm -hmm. know what is it? No, not constellations. Uh, What is it like? Aries and Socrates or whatever. It's it's (laughs) constellations, right? Oh, okay. I was thinking like horoscopes, I guess. Well, yeah, I mean, that's, horoscopes are based, I guess, on constellations. <laughs> Which constellation or horoscope is Socrates? What, did I do? what is that? Where did I pull that Socrates? from? Socrates? Socrates no. is a philosopher. No, no, not Socrates. <laughs> I know who Socrates <laughs> is. Uh, I said Socrates. So, yeah, yeah, I, I mixed up Socrates and Sagittarius. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Sagittarius. Isn't there a song like Age of Sagittarius or something? That's Age of Aquarius. Aquarius, that's right. Yeah. Oh boy, All we're right. good with our. We really know our horoscopes and, and constellations. Right. Uh, but yeah, there's. I, some... I, I saw a joke the other day. Actually, I got a, this is a good joke. It said that it was, a, it was a man and woman talking, and the woman asked the guy, says, "Hey, what what uh, what sign are you?" And uh, he said, "Dinosaur." And she says, "That's not real." And he said, "None of them are real." <laughs> <laughs> that is a good one no i think it's not not I, I saw that same joke too it wasn't none of them are real right it's none of them exist yeah those don't exist yeah none of them exist <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah so i thought that that's pretty good that is pretty good <clears throat> uh okay so um all right so, like I said, there's like 50 levels. There's a lot to play. They're split into the 12 uh, constellations. And then there's bonus levels, too, depending on... I think you have to find certain things throughout the game. I had trouble finding any. I didn't get any bonus level stuff, but I know they exist based on the manual and the internet. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. So, but I can't help you there. I don't know I don't know how to explain them. Uh the enemies, there's lots of different enemies. There's some that can break the block. You can imagine what types of enemies there are in this game. Some break the blocks, some float, some travel. There's some that are yeah. like the Met- Metroid-type enemies that travel around the blocks, which those are pretty interesting to because you have to yeah, create, blo- create blocks. Things. Yeah, you have to create blocks for them to move on to, and then you can kind of you can kind of move them into a different place by breaking the blocks that they traveled along to get there, you know? So that's mm-hmm. kind of neat. I just trap them, trap yeah. them into a room. Um, that's called the sparkling ball. Okay. According to the manual. And then the ones that break the blocks are the goblins. Oh, those guys are super annoying. I hate those guys. Yeah. Those are the ones I would use the fireballs on the most. Yeah. It's like the only thing you can do. Yeah. So, so, oh, here we go. Epilogue. Uh, Fairyland. A rumor says that the fairyland is attacked by demons and that the fairies ask for help. Be sure to find and help those fairies. Okay, that's not what I was looking for. The Mystery of Solomon's Key. It is said that two pages for time conjuration and space conjuration were torn away and presumed missing. 
If these two pages are ever combined, they will produce a powerful magic, thus exerting an incredible influence upon the game's final result. So does this game have multiple endings? Did you know? I guess did... it does. Cool. I mean, that's the only thing that that can mean, right? Yeah, okay. Uh, and then there's the game deviation value, the GDV. <laughs> <laughs> wait (laughs) okay we're gonna have to figure out what this is hold on we probably should have figured this out before we got on the got on the podcast but (laughs) there is the game deviation value they they appreciate (laughs) the gdv uh your game deviation value is displayed on the screen when the game is either over or you finish the game to its end okay i did notice that on the screen but i never really knew what that was Okay, so um, mm-hmm. the method of evaluation is, what's that word? Epoch? Epoch making, in that your abilities are properly analyzed and synthetically computed. <laughs> Ability I'm estimation, this is this is a farce, isn't it? Whatever this is. <laughs> I feel like there's a lot of things that this game like has made me, like, uh, I may not be smart enough to be playing this game. <laughs> yeah. yes. First okay. of all, the GDV. <laughs> it's almost like an the epoch G- is a period of time in history or a person's life typically one marked by notable events or particular characteristics okay i think i remember something like that from chrono trigger yeah yeah uh, anyways all right back to the gdv which keeps making me think of gdp which is like gross domestic product <laughs> the sub- uh, Somebody should ask Trump at the next uh, press conference. <laughs> what about the GDV? What's what's America's GDV? Huh? <laughs> Not GDP. The GDV. Uh, anyways, the GDV is the ability estimation in terms of only score has fallen behind the time. So this is not just your score. The GDV permits simultaneous estimation of various techniques besides contemporary score. What on earth is the ultimate game deviation value? How about you? Do you understand this advanced concept? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. No, 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 sir, I do not. <laughs> this instruction manual does not explain everything about Solomon's Key. It leaves much to be devised by you. Try to find your own creative techniques to get a high deviation value. There is no alternative <laughs> but to make every effort in order to get satisfactory results. We hope you will succeed, even if you call us to ask for answers. We make it a rule not to tell you our secrets. You must develop your own game skills on your own. What's okay. going on here? Uh, they want you... I don't know. I really don't... Do you understand this advanced concept? I do not. I do not at all. How about you? I get the GDV... Okay, so if we did a high score challenge, we actually should, should have been doing a GDV challenge. Exactly. We need to... Okay. I'm going to look that up uh, as we move on to other topics. Somebody is surely somewhere. I do like the special bonus offer. I've never noticed this special bonus offer. Have you ever noticed this? Uh, No. Collect the Tecmo Game Pack ID badges for Solomon's Key and save. When you've collected a total of five Tecmo Game Pack ID badges, you can stick them in an enclosed stick-on seal and mail in to Tecmo in order to... Receive a special bonus offer. It will be a gift you will love to share with your family and friends. For more information, contact the Tecmo Incorporated Consumer Division Hotline. Then they give a phone number. Hmm. 
All right, I'm calling it. Yeah, see if if they answer. First question, can you further explain the GDV? Although, actually, they kind of said, even if you call us, we're not going to tell you. It sounds to me, (laughs) uh, to be honest, it sounds to me like they don't even know how they came up with it. <laughs> like when somebody says, "No, I'm not going to explain you to explain this secret to you." That means they don't actually know. I'm sorry, that number is not valid. Oh, oh, well. Tecmo is no longer taking calls. Well, is Tec- Tecmo? They're not still a thing, are they? Well, I don't think they're so. a thing anymore. Well, the world may never know. Okay, listener out there somewhere, somebody out there I know knows what the GDV is. If you know what the GDV is or can explain the math behind the GDV, please jump on the Facebook group and let the rest of us know because I'm looking, trying to look it up and I'm not, I'm not finding much of anything. Uh, Tecmo went away in 2010. Yeah, that's what I thought. April 1st, 2010. Oh, so, are we sure? Did they go away? Did they go away? <laughs> uh, what do you think about the graphics in this game? Uh, for what the game is, I think they were good. I, I mean, I, I don't think that there were anything that I would be... The, the game's graphics are not what makes this a good game, right? That's true. I'll, I will agree with that, although I will say I really like the game's graphics. I espe- It's weird, but I especially like the death sprite on the character. Um, yeah, and I know I saw it a lot. Trust me, I know what it looks like. But it's like he—it really looks. He—he's like he throws his arms up and kicks his legs out, and like he looks up. And there's a lot of detail in that little sprite. For some, it's—it's it's weird. I didn't really pay that much attention to it. I have to pay attention to it next time I play. Yeah, yeah. Look it's it up, or, or 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 die. Play the game and die. I'm sure. I'm sure you don't have to worry about. <laughs> look it up, or just die. Well, I mean, I'm sure you'll you'll probably die a few times, and next time you play it. Oh, so. yeah. oh sure. Yeah. But the death sprite—it's really good. It's—I'm really impressed by it. It's a very small because your character is kind of small, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. But there's a lot of detail in that little bitty sprite. There really is. It's a lot of different colors. I don't, uh, you don't typically see in sprites that are that small. Yeah. Um, and just, there's a variety to enemies. The level variety is not, not that great, but it's not that terrible either. Uh, I mean, yeah, it, it looks pretty cool. It's the same pretty much, but, um, just with different elements in each. But I, I like it. I like the graphics overall. I think they're pretty good. They're not mm-hmm. like, like they're not blow you away, but they don't need to be because it's, it's a puzzle game, right? Right. But it's it's colorful right. and and whatnot. You you look like you're playing as as Link in the game with the it green really tunic and whatnot. It looks like a, it, it looks like a rip off of Link. Yeah. So maybe it is. Maybe. Or maybe uh, it's a rip off of Solomon's Key. Oh, interesting. He also kind of reminds me of I don't, you, you probably never played it, but there's a game Popful Mail for the Sega mm-hmm. CD. And uh, the way the character looks like the cartoon version of the character that's on like the box art and stuff kind of looks like one of the characters in that game. Yeah. Uh, so there's that. There you go. Okay. What about the music and the sound? What do you think? 
Uh, good for the game. Nothing really to write home about. Not annoying, yeah. but nothing that's, you know, gets you going. Gets yeah, you going. I, yeah, I agree. It was, it was fine. I think eventually I muted it and played something else. Not necessarily because it was annoying, but just because it was the, <laughs> right. it was the same thing over and over again. So eventually, I just was like, right. "Okay, I've heard I've heard enough of this." Right. Uh, and we are playing it in the background of this podcast, and so if you get tired of it, I'm sorry, but it's been playing this entire time. <laughs> it's the same song, just over and over. Yeah, basically, I think there's maybe two different songs, but they're basically the same song. Right. Okay. Uh, well, that pretty much wraps up the gameplay discussion, I think. Uh, unless you've got anything so. else to say, so let's go on to is it is it fun worth it? Uh, we don't have any intro music to that. If you, in case you don't remember, um, so you can get a copy online for about uh, well, ten bucks plus five bucks for shipping. So let's call it ten to fifteen bucks. Okay. I think it's totally worth ten to fifteen bucks. I think so too. Um, I mean, there's a ton of replay value. It's actually pretty fun. Yeah. It's difficult and frustrating at times, but it's not like difficult and frustrating to the point of not wanting to play it. You know? Right. Right. It's not. There's. It's, it's frustrating because it's it's a it's a challenge that's completely doable. You know, yeah. there's some games we talk about Nintendo hard where it's just like this is stupid hard. But this is like doable, but you just got to try to figure out that way to do it. Right. 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 It's one of those games where um, when you die, it's like, okay, that was my fault. I should have done this instead. Mm-hmm. Or or maybe right. I just couldn't figure or figure out the puzzle or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's not. Right. Uh, it's not a cheap death. So, and with 50 something levels, uh, I think I played through maybe about 15 of them. Right. So I just barely scratched the surface. Um, and I'll, I, I, this is one of those that I'll continue to play over the years. I'm sure. Yeah, I agree. So I say I it's agree to, you totally will continue to play this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know. No, we'll see. I, I we'll see. I may not. I may not get to play much of any video games anymore now that we got this uh, little one running around the house. I will say, I thought going into this. This is off topic. Another tangent. Going into this baby thing, or going yeah, into going into this, this ba- gaming thing, this baby thing. Uh, this is tangent. Tangent alert. Um, I thought that the Switch was going to be my best friend because I thought I'd be like rocking in and playing the Switch and stuff. No, but this no. no, the Switch is way too distracting to him because the screen is like it, he's like I want to see that. That looks amazing. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So the, that's not happening. Uh, instead, I actually. Is if any video games are being played, they're being played like on the big TV, like on the Xbox or something, because um, he doesn't really watch. He doesn't really look at the TV like he does, like a small mm-hmm. screen right next to him, like a phone right. or the Switch or something like that. He he is so drawn to that. The big TV, it's kind of like it's almost like a window or something. He's not as as attracted right. to it for whatever reason. Yeah, kids, it's it's interesting. Like my kids are the same way. They never really like paid much attention to the TV. It's just like they don't recognize it for a while yeah but yeah so so anyways switch plan didn't happen all that much all right next topic next moving on next what is our next topic i've lost 
trophies. Rating, trophies. Okay. All right, let's do trophies. You know what this game needs? Some retrofitted trophies. All right. Do you have any retrofitted trophies? I have a couple. Okay, we have a... a let's see if we have any... I did post about it. I think we have one on Facebook. I've got it pulled up here. Okay. Uh, yep, we have we have one trophy, and Daniel Walker put up a picture of Ron Paul that says it's happening. <laughs> nice. So, um, all right. You want to hear? You want to hear Gabe Van Gilders? Yes, I do. So, so Gabe Van Gilder, who gave, who's the only one that gave us our. A, a trophy says, Son of David, completing Solomon's Key. Hmm, clever. Yeah. I like it. Uh, you want me to give you one? Yeah. Uh, this one's called Solomon's Wisdom, and that is beat the game. I Mine will be uh, easy as finding the ark, which is beat the game, because Solomon's Temple... Was uh, supposed to have housed the ark for some time. Oh yeah, and was uh, everything was destroyed at some point, right? Yeah, the ark of the covenant. I guess I should yeah verify. Yeah, not not the big boat, right? <laughs> not the boat. Not the boat. <laughs> uh, okay, All right. I've got another one. This one is called. Uh, I'm, not, I'm not. Hopefully, this isn't blasphemous, but I'll, I'll say it anyways. Uh, God would be impressed, and that is <laughs> beat the game without dying. All right, all right. I have a second one, but I'm trying to read my handwriting. I don't know what I meant by this, so I'm just not going to say it because I, I can't figure out what I, what this was. We have no more on Facebook, so if you got any more, just let them fly. Okay, uh, I, I I will say I really wanted to come up with one about like sawing the baby in half or something, you know. Because oh, yeah. that was Solomon, right? That said, uh, just cut the baby right. in half and give half the baby to each of you. <laughs> right. And the right. two girls were like, "Oh, okay, sure." I'm pretty <laughs> sure that's I'm pretty sure that's how the story goes. Right. Uh, uh I don't know. Right, let's go with the Queen of Sheba, <laughs> and that is uh. <laughs> okay. Sorry. Yeah, Queen of Sheba. Uh, save all the fairies. Sweet. All right. Uh, that's. I guess that's it for trophies then. In that case, right. let's um, let's give this game a rating. No game is worthy until the dudes have spoken. It's time for the game rating. How are we gonna rate this one? Um, let me think here. It's been a long time since we had to come up with a way to rate a game. Yeah. We could do... Uh, energy drink. Uh, okay, very random. I don't know. I don't know. It yeah, works I for me. Thought of an energy drink. Right. I, was, I like yours better because mine would have been, mine would have been tied too closely to the game because I was going to go with like type of lock or something. 
which mm-hmm. that that's that doesn't that's not random enough for us. So I like energy drink. Right. All right. I'm gonna go with uh, with a Red Bull because it's just the classic. It's the original. I don't know if it's the original or not, but I think it was one of the early ones at least. Um, and it's just a uh, you know. This game is like a very original NES game, very typical NES game. Did we, yeah. Did we just call it very unique earlier? <laughs> yeah. We're, it's unique, but it's also original. <laughs> okay. There you go. It's unique, but it's also just your typical NES game. <laughs> <laughs> Forget everything I said. Uh, well, we're going to have to do that lots, lots in this episode. I would say right, that this right. episode is going to have a lot of editing to make it sound better, and we'll just get rid of most of that stuff. But uh, if you're not a new listener, then you already know that that's not going to happen. Right? You're no, going to get you're going to get all this. no. You're getting all the all the terrible stuff. Right. Okay. Well, I guess I'm going to go with I want to go with a um, uh, white monster, Ultra okay. Zero. Ultra Zero White Monster. And the reason I'm going to go with that is because, much like Solomon's Key, that is a drink that uh, just keeps coming back. I feel like I've I've tried to put it down so many times, and it just keeps coming back in my life. Just like Solomon's Key. I, I, every time I think it's gone, there's a new system, and it just it's there. It's on the new system. I, it was on the Wii Virtual Console. I thought it was gone. Then it came back on the Wii U. And then I thought that it was going to be gone again, and now it's back on the Switch. <laughs> so, all right. Much like the Ultra White Monster energy. I drink. like it. Although I don't like the uh, the white. Monster. You don't like the white monster? No. Oh, I get it. It's you know it's car you know it's it's car free or whatever, but it's just uh, I just don't like the I don't like the taste of fake sugar. I just, no. I don't like really? it. Hmm. I love them chemicals. Just love them. Just love them. Love yeah. me some chemicals. Don't blame you. Just not for you, huh? That's okay. It's okay. It's just not for me. All right. Well, uh, in that case, I know nothing better than uh, listener feedback. It's time for D-Patter Feedback, because when you're a D-Patter, you're a D-Patter for life. I'm guessing we probably don't have much since we've been gone for so long. Right. Uh, I will say, we may not have everybody much on Facebook. On yeah, I'm pretty sure everybody's given up on us. Right. Uh, and I'll be curious, I actually will be curious to know what the download numbers will be for this episode. Because, you know, we were at... I'm not going to, I don't want to give out numbers because it's going to sound like we're either bragging or, or we're really sad in the world of podcasting. And and I don't know what that number is, whether or not we're bragging or we're sad. So I don't even want to (laughs) know. Right. (laughs) So I'm not going to give out any numbers, but I am curious to know, because we were at this level, you know, Mm -hmm. before the break, and this is the longest break we've ever taken. Normally our numbers take a little bit of dip, but then they come right back. Uh, I don't know if that's going to happen this time. We'll see. Um, but so the feedback on Facebook, I'll let you handle that in just a second. But I will say, in the amount of time we've been gone, we have gotten one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine voicemails. Oh boy! How many of those have you do you think? Any of them? Have you screened not, any of them? I have not screened a single one. How many oh, of these man. nine do you think are legit? Nine. 
You think all nine no, are legit? Zero. Zero. Yeah, I'm thinking zero. <laughs> so, all right. So let's go to the Facebook Bit Brothers retro gaming community. There, uh, we got Timothy Scott says, "Looks like fun." Surprised I missed this one. Adam Malone says, uh, "Great game, and when girls see you beat levels, it's a hundred percent naked maker." Okay. <laughs> Interesting. Somehow, I don't think that's true. <laughs> Peter Martin says, "Great game, even better. The dudes are back." Wow. Yeah. Thank you. Gabe Van Gilder says, "Welcome back." Thank Tyler you. Gabe. Jones shows a GIF of Dwight clapping. It's either for us or it's for the game. I don't know. I'll take it for both. Yeah. And John Juan Zorschlick. I, I hope that's how you say his name. That probably not. I apologize, John. That's Jay Z and he has, just go with Jay Z and he has. That's a, from YouTube. All right. Yeah. Said uh, did a review on the sequel, which is great. I always wanted to play. Now is he calling his review great or the sequel? <laughs> I hope he's calling his review. Great. I hope yeah. that's what he's, doing. <laughs> he's, he's calling his shot. Yeah, he, he does. It, whether or not the game is great, I don't know. You have to go listen to his or watch his review on YouTube. Uh, but his review is great. <laughs> I always wanted to play this one, but never have yet. Looking forward to hearing about it. All right. And that's cool. it. All right. That's short and sweet. That's okay. We hope you guys will. Uh, Head on over to the Bit Brothers Retro Gaming Community. By the time we go to our next game, which I don't know what it is yet, uh, actually I do. But I'll tell I'll tell everybody at the end of the show what the next game is going to be. But but before we do that, uh, before we do that next game, I want you all to go to the Bit Brothers Retro Gaming Community on Facebook and get ready to give feedback because we're going to need more than like six or seven yeah. feedbacks next time. All right, you ready to plow through these voicemails? Let's do it. All right, I'm going to turn this I music. I can't wait to sell buy some warranties. I'm going to turn this music off. We need our full dedication to these voicemails. All right. Here we go. Voicemail number 1. Did it. Oh man. <laughs> um All right, let's see. iOS has changed the way it, in the last six months, iOS has changed the way that it lets me play these. Used to it just let me play them from the browser, but now i got to download each one. All right. Great. Here we go. This one's 28 seconds long. This may actually be something. Uh-oh. See for United Healthcare, Coventry, Standard Life, and U.S. <laughs> Health Group. Call to inform you of our new, low-cost, yes. high-quality health plan. Press 1 and act now to receive a quote and see what plan is best for you. We do accept pre-existing conditions and okay, good. the lowest rates. Press 1 now and speak oh, to one of our friendly is. representatives. Or press 2 to be taken off the list. Well, okay, there's voicemail number 1. Great. Uh, okay, so uh, does that mean we get to bill them for that ad placement that we just did? We should. We should. All right, I'm going to bill them. Okay, well, let me download this one now. Wow, this is going to take... This is not This is not ideal. This is not how I wanted to do this. 
Okay, here we go. Voicemail number two. It is zero seconds long. Guess we won't be playing that one. None. Okay. Okay. So Off to we're, a great start. We are zero for two. Here we go. Voicemail number three. Gotta go download it. It is zero seconds long. Okay. Moving great. on. Uh, I'm gonna have to start screening these. I know I am. Continuing to do well here. While he's doing that, uh, I'll go ahead and tell you guys. Of course, we are part of the Bit Brothers retro gaming community, so you can all of our feedback is kind of centralized there, with along with the uh, Genesis germs. And uh, we will be doing a uh, Bit Brothers podcast here pretty soon. Yep. Got another right. get a voicemail. Uh, this one is 18 seconds long, but according to the wave form, it is only the only audio is at the very end. So let's see if it actually sounds like it. Oh, great. <laughs> Did you even hear that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, oh, it's just boy. like the sound this of someone hanging up. All right. That was four of nine. All right. All right, number five, blank. Better. Now it's empty. Keep them coming. Keep the hits coming. All right, number six. Now, if I could, if I could see what the download number, okay, that one's blank. Number six is blank. If I could see what the download numbers are for like the last ten minutes of the podcast, like this part of the podcast, I'm yeah. pretty sure those would be uh, in the negative. Somehow we would have to be going out and listening to everybody else's podcast to make up for it. Right. Okay, number seven. Oh, boy. And number seven is blank. All right. This is I'm, going well. I'm going to make a promise. I'm now going to start screening these. If, if they're going to get nothing but sales calls and like blank calls, which I'm assuming the blank calls are sales calls that just didn't hear somebody say hello. Right, right. Yeah, okay, they're all blank. The rest of them are blank. So we got one one healthcare one and a bunch of blank ones. Awesome. So I'll, I'll start screening these. I hate to do it, uh, but I, I guess we'll have to. I know. Oh, well. All right. Uh, so it sounds like you already shouted at him, right? I will say we've been gone for a while, uh, and what what could really help us out is two things. Okay, uh, one, go join the Bit Brothers uh, Facebook group. It's called Bit Brothers Retro Gaming something. What did I say? Community Retro Gaming Community. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you know, encourage us there. Talk to us there. Chat with your friends. There's everybody's a friend on there. Uh, and which means you can see what other shows and stuff. We we are a podcasting network, although you wouldn't know it because we put out between the four of us, we put out I think one episode <laughs> of Genesis Gems in the last six months, and and now uh, one episode of so one episode of each podcast in six months time. But everybody's busy, and it's just you know everybody's got their own excuses. But no excuse. We're, we're, we're getting back to we're getting it's, back it, to yeah. It's time to get back. 
Uh, so anyways, go join us there. And then the other thing you can do is because we're going to have to build up steam again, uh, we could really use some iTunes reviews and, you know, share it with your friends. I don't even know if iTunes reviews are still the way to go now, but maybe they are. I know Spotify is big on podcasts now. Everybody's doing podcasts. So wherever you listen, if you can review or like or put a little hearty thing or like a thumbs up, whatever it is you can do Mm -hmm. to to say that you enjoyed it, uh, do that. And that way it'll bump us up in the in the algorithms and whatnot, because we are. I don't know if I can say that we're the best. I don't know that I can say we have the most episodes of any, but I will say we are, we have to be the longest running Nintendo only pod, you know, like Nintendo NES centric podcast. We have to be the longest running because when we started it, nobody else was doing one. So it it would be impossible for anybody else to, to best us of that title as long as we keep going. Right. Right. I'd say there's probably others that have started after us um, that have more episodes just because they're, you know, better human beings than we are. But, you know, whatever. No, they're never better human beings. That's true. That's true. That's true. We we have the best beans. We have the best beans. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Kidneys? Our beans are better than your beans. Our, Our human beans. Okay, I'm getting a little delirious now. I think so. Yeah. Let's uh, let's call this. Uh, also, go to Patreon, <laughs> but but don't. I don't know. Really think hard about that. <laughs> if, if you want, <laughs> if you, we definitely appreciate it. And 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 all you Patreon people, we're so we're so sorry, and we're we're making up for it starting today. Uh, <laughs> but we do appreciate it. I mean, just because we haven't been releasing episodes doesn't mean we shut down, which means we didn't turn the lights out. So it's like, it's like when you go on vacation, but you leave all the lights on at your house, you still have to pay the utility bill. Right. So we definitely appreciate the Patreon donors helping us keep things afloat while we've been gone, but we're back. Uh, but any new people that want to help us and want to go donate on Patreon, um, we would definitely (laughs) appreciate it. And you still want to do it. (laughs) And if you think real hard about it, and uh and you still want to do it you can you can find us on patreon under bit brothers uh network i think i think it's bit brothers network or maybe it's bit bros network it's one of those look it up you'll find us we got a logo it's got it's purple it's purple and stuff so it's good and that's it and if you want to if you want to fill our voicemail full of non robo calls uh that number is 7757retro1 or 7757738761 and all right. all right to wrap us up i did promise that i would tell everybody what the next game's going to be the next game is going to be holy diver holy the what holy diver the dio game i love it i know you guys it's are excited be about that sweet it's going to be sweet and uh, we'll post for feedback on the Facebook group, so please join us there. And that's a wrap. All right. See you guys next week or next mm-hmm. two weeks. Yep. And here's the music for the next game. Although I just ruined your guessing game that everybody plays. But anyway, right. my bad. <laughs> Later, guys. <laughs>